Okay, okay. So I'm good here. Um, I guess what Green. I, what I want to do, Dustin, is just uh, someone record for an hour straight. Uh, I'm gonna intro for like a few, like just a few minutes, and then we'll just talk, and that's it. It's just gonna be like fully, totally unedited. Um, is there anything I need to say that we're doing now, like at the beginning of things? Yeah, to get in I mean, there. there's two ways you can do it. We can do record it later and do a little pre-roll, but if you right. want to really just do it straight, all you got to do is say, welcome to the Executive Buffet. We're part of Feral Audio. All you got to do to support the Executive Buffet is when you shop at Amazon, go okay. to our page first. Got it. And, and that's... Uh, that's it. And you can throw it away. It doesn't have to be a huge, long thing. You can just kind of right. toss it. But just say it right up top and then move on. Got it. So that's that. And then... um. Uh, okay, I may do a pre-roll, but I'll do that for yeah, yeah. beginning right now. Okay. So Jeff, when I, I'll give you a cue when yeah. I'll, I'll introduce you. Okay. All right. But otherwise, until then, we'll just we'll just keep it. Um. Okay. I'll stay quiet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're we're recording, right? Okay. Welcome to the Executive Buffet on Feral Audio, live to tape. The Executive Buffet is live to tape, meaning everything you're hearing is what's being heard by the person doing the sound that's coming out of their mouth at the time. You're listening to the Executive Buffet, live to tape on Feral Audio, featuring Johnny Pemberton, live to tape here on the Executive Buffet on Feral Audio. And this is how it starts right now. We're just going to get into it. It's going to be real simple and smooth. There's nothing you have to worry about at the top of this. You just have to learn to, to live in the moment. That's all it is. It's live to tape. There's not actual tape here. It's just tape in terms of a metaphor that is the thing that records it. Because obviously it's not a live show. It's live to tape. Here on the Executive Buffet. I think I think I think that's good. I think that's good right there. Is that good? You think we're pretty good? Okay. Welcome to the Executive Buffet, also known as Live to Tape, also known as uh, other names that will be determined as the march of time marches on and things come to me and leave from me through the through the they come in the head through visual cues, audio cues, maybe sense of touch. That's a big one. A lot of people overlook sense of touch. But sense of touch essentially is a visualizer. So all those things are going to come in. 
It's mainly going to come out through this audio portal here on the Executive Buffet on Feral Audio, also known as Live to Tape. My name is Johnny Pemberton, and this is Johnny Pemberton's Executive Buffet. And today I have with me someone very special. Uh, he has the same last name as me. His name is Jeff Pemberton, also known as Jeffrey Pemberton, also known as Jeffrey Geis Pemberton, also known as Jeffrey Juice Pemberton. But it's not in any relation to the uh, the Juice Man. Um, you all know who it is. Hey, say hello. What's up, Johnny? Hey, Jeff. So, Jeff, can you tell listeners right now where we are? Burbank, California. At right. The, uh, Feral Audio. This is Studios. a podcast, right? Podcast, Executive Buffet. And will you tell me that who who you are in relation to me? I'm your brother. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. You're my brother. Uh, Jeff Pemberton is my brother here. And where do you live, Jeff? Minneapolis, Jeff. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> is this weird for you right now? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird for me too, because we yeah. there's definitely like and there's definitely our voices don't sound exactly like uh, how you normally hear it because yeah. there's this filter because we're here talking through mics, so they're being they're being I don't know if they're being digitized. I don't think our stuff's being yeah. is our stuff being digitized, Dustin. It is. So it is. Oh, yeah. so we're hearing our we're hearing. Wow, isn't that fucking crazy? We're hearing. <laughs> we're hearing. Uh, we're not hearing our voices. This is what I always say. Is uh, it was one morning when I was having my makeup done on a professional TV show set. And I was very tired. I mean, you probably you can. I'm just talking right. Now. I'm just. Yeah. I'm. I'm pontificating right now, Jeff. Sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. But I was having my makeup done, and it's early in the morning. You know how when you're awake early in the morning, you kind of are out of it. Oh yeah. So you start thinking about stuff. You think about stuff that normally wouldn't register to you because it's the part of your brain that is uh, responsible for pushing things down that don't make sense is sort of still asleep, or basically, maybe the part that's create that creative part is 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 strong at that point because you're out of it. Yeah. I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was saying to the makeup lady, the person you see in the mirror is not it's not me. That's not what I look like. She's like, well, yeah, it is. It's a mirror image of it. I'm like. Well, yeah, that's that's incorrect. <laughs> it's a different. It's literally a different person. It's not the same person. No. It's like a. It's a different dimension because yeah. you're looking at a person, and if you if you put something on your right right cheek, and you look at that person in the mirror who has the mirror image of that, that to them is their left cheek. Yeah, it's so, inverted. So it's wrong. Yeah. It's the different. It's a different person. It's different. Yeah. It's not a real thing. It's not. It's not what you look like. If you look at yourself in the mirror, you're not looking at what you look like to That's others. Wild. Yeah. Other people don't see you that way. They see you the opposite way. So basically, unless you have a camera, I guess the camera is the only way you know what you look like, yeah. right? Well, so, can you ever know how you really look? No, you can't. Because right, it's always a recreation, right? Yeah. So our voices right now are a recreation of what we sound like. Right. Actually. But no recreation is completely perfect. Right. It's yeah. Not per- it's not possible. Even if it is perfect, it's not because it's in a different time. Right. So time is the dimension that you cannot fake. <laughs> you can't recreate the time True. that it happens, so it's never the same. True. So, Jeff Pemberton, uh, welcome to the podcast. We've we never done a podcast before. No, first one. Long-time listener. Long-time first, first-time guest. It's pretty I've cool. I've listened to every episode. Yeah. You have? You listened to every episode? Every Twisting single the one? one, yeah. Well, this is a new podcast. You realize that? This is, yeah, okay. So, this, this is, is a, this is a, this new is a branch one. off. This is a... Well, this is, no, it's, it's more, sort of like... Um, it's like a you know how the president has a second term. Sure. Oh, okay. It's, it's like right, that. But second term. Imagine if the president changed his name when he had a second term. Ah, uh, okay. Like oh, like Barack Obama, his second term, he's known by, by Benji Wishbone. Okay. But this, so this is the executive buffet. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. What's I like, like that. I like that name a lot. Johnny Pemberton's executive buffet. Yeah. Yeah. That's been that one's been, 
in the oven for a while. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that for a while. This is, listeners, this is live right now. Completely live, yeah. <laughs> what Jeff's saying is not being edited. It's not been scripted. <laughs> None Nothing. of what we're saying right now is being controlled by the mainstream media. Nothing, yeah. Uh, so, Jeff, you are really interested in a lot of different things that I think are pretty interesting. Definitely. You like yeah. airplanes a lot. Yep. Yeah, I do. Can you tell me about the Oshkosh Air Show? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so boring to say because it's, yeah. so, it's so unfortunate because Oshkosh, when we think of Oshkosh, I think of overalls for babies. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's what most people probably but think But is that of, what yeah. it's from? Is it Oshkosh? is. Osh Oshkosh Bagosh. Oshkosh yeah. Bagosh. Yep. The, is the Bagosh like something they threw on the end of it just to make it more? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I even mean to uh, look it up, but I, I have no idea what the Bagosh is at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea what the Bagosh is. Say it. Oshkosh Bagosh. Oshkosh Bagosh. Bagosh. I have more reverb. Yeah. I have a stronger reverb presence for for an unfair reason. <laughs> so you're at the Oshkosh Air Show recently. Yeah. Yep. The I think it's the biggest fly-in event of uh, North America. A lot, a lot of people build their own planes, mm -hmm. home-built, experimental aircraft, uh, ranging in size. Um, seaplanes, anything you can think of, ultralights. Oh, maybe that's what you were talking to me about. It was about that plane oh. that only lands on the water. Oh yeah, yeah, the Martin Mars. Yeah, the four-engine tanker. Right. Uh, it is a. I don't know the complete history, but right now it's a firefighting tanker. And it lands has, in it the has, water. Uh, yeah, just the water. No landing gear. No, no conventional wheels. So, so it lands it's a boat. Like a lake. It's a boat. It's a flying boat. Yeah. Have you and heard that story about a person who got scooped up by one of those things? And yeah, I don't think it's, it's not true. true. I don't it's think it's true. true. Yeah, yeah, that was on a helicopter, a big like bucket. How is it not true? It's in Magnolia. It's just I think they I think they have a spotter looking down. Oh, so they if do. anyone's in there swimming around, flailing their hands, they're gonna stop. So. What if they didn't see him? I don't know. What That's, if they're scuba? It, it, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. But I don't think it really did. But it's in Magnolia. Magnolia the movie? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't um, remember that. Yeah, it's in. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Pa uh, Patton Oswalt plays the, the scuba diver. He does. Yeah, and then he gets scooped up by the f one of the father. I, I haven't the seen it. I okay. haven't seen it in um. Yeah. A long enough. A God, I can't believe I forgot such a pivotal piece of information inside there. Yeah. Well, it's like a three-hour movie. It's just a small part. Is it three-hour movie? I think it's about three hours. Two. two I started hours. it the other day. Oh. I, I love it, but I can't. I don't think I've been able to do the full thing in one run ever. Really? Yeah, I've had to stop halfway and come back to it. Yeah, the I guess next it is. Day. It's quite a it's quite a bit of movie. It is, yeah. It's an epic journey. But anyway, the airplanes. The airplanes. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Martin Mars. So, four giant radial engines. Uh, so that's piston engines where they're in a circle, mm -hmm. and they're really loud, super powerful, burns a lot of gas. That's an old style engine. Yeah. Yep. They don't a make radial them anymore. Engine. Yeah. How come they don't make them anymore? They're just inefficient. Old, old technology, a little inefficient. Yeah. Um, a lot of old warbirds like P-51 Mustang and those are those are all radio radios. Oh no, I'm sorry. P-51 isn't. That's that's a that's a, turbine? a huge twelve-cylinder. Uh, I think that's the Wasp engine. The double. What's wasp, that mean? But it's all in a line. All the oh, cylinders. Oh, it's an inline. Yeah. Inline twelve. Inline twelve. I think. Yeah, it could be wrong. It could really? be twenty-four. Where do it they could sit? Could be twenty-four. A lot of aircraft have like oh, double they're, pistons. Oh, they're small pistons. Um, they're typically big. Typically big. Are they? I, it, it varies so much. I guess much. the the, the P-51 Mustang to me. It's my favorite airplane, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yep. It's like it's like having it's like the. There's only a few people who fly them now. It's pretty specialized to how we all yeah, fly one of those. They're yeah. all old dudes, right? Yep. Yep. They're old. Don't they cost an amount of money? They, they cost like. Yeah. Basically, you can't get one, can you? Well, they're they're they cost a lot to keep going. Could you buy one? You could. How much would it yeah. cost to buy one? I have no idea. 
but they like uh, half a million dollars probably yeah because they're so yep. specialized very special they, they weren't meant to last this long they're flying antiques yeah a p51 so mustang listeners the is, the, is yeah. the fighter for, it's the fighter jet that or not won, a, not a jet a fighter air fighter yeah, aircraft yeah. Yep. that won world war ii right it came in at the right time to uh it's a beast to take over the skies yeah uh yeah Chuck it's a Yeager. beast Yep, it liquid cooled very fast. Right. Very fast. Very fast for a propeller driven the zeros. plane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that one's on a radio. But if you see a, an old warbird with a circular engine, mm -hmm. or it's huge and circular, that's typically a radial engine. Very loud, has a distinctive sound. Like, but uh, <laughs> there's some gurgle in there. Uh, yeah, gurgle too. Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. Like that, right? <laughs> it's just like this. That's close. Uh -huh. yep. It's the worst flying in those things because it it's like you're being destroyed by sound. It's very loud, just, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. But you got muffs on, typically. That's true. You got yeah. your little... got to have those. What the, what's the company that makes them with the little green thing? The green ones are David Clark. David Clark. That guy yeah. runs the avionics headset <laughs> industry, right? He, he had a good run. There's but... no one else. No one else makes them. I, yeah, that style. Yeah, it's iconic style. That, yeah. that light green. Light green. Yeah. But you know, a lot of pilots, they don't like to wear them for a long time because they get hot and they're heavy. Mm -hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people are switching to, you know, newer technology. To what, to like so. Sennheiser? Yeah. I, f I forget the names, but they're in-ear earbuds. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot more noise-canceling stuff. Mm -hmm. Lighter weight, cooler, you know, anything for comfort and better... Uh, cheaper stuff so those are also really expensive so when's the last time you were piloting a plane it's been a while you don't put on a pilot um, yeah I, I started training for it and uh, I think uh, you did ground school no I, I just started uh, getting out yeah yeah hours. I started grain, uh, ground school yeah but I like you started ground school I did ground school yeah I mean you, know, you do like one hour of flying and then like another hour of ground school I thought I think that's how I was going to do oh, it. Oh, I did it where I just did ground school, and then almost toward the end of ground school, I started logging hours. Oh, okay. I think I only logged like for four hours. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm at. I'm at 4.6 four hours. hours. Yeah. Do you know about the four forces of flight? Yeah. Lift. Yeah. Lift. Weight. No. It's drag. Yep, drag. Drag and thrust. Yep, those are opposite each other. And what's lift? Lift, lift and, and weight. Yeah, you're right. Lift and weight. Yep, you're right. And then Bernoulli's principle. Yeah. Which has to do with uh, fluid fluid dynamics. Yeah. Fluid dynamics, fl fluid in motion creates uh, vacuum. Yep. And so. Oh, the low pressure. Right. Yeah, low pressure and high pressure. Yeah. And that's why airplanes fly. No one knows that's that. That's why. Yep. I know. The camber. Yeah. You want to, you 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 fan, do you like the camber a lot? I think about the camber a lot. Yeah, like the the uh, the the shape. Right, because the, the, the distance, nice the top of curve. an yeah, the top of an yeah. airplane wing has a longer distance from the leading edge to yep. the t tailing edge than the bottom of the airplane wing so it forces air to go over faster but that's what engines yeah. are for engines are basically just to force air over the thing fast enough so it creates lift yeah right? exactly yep but isn't that weird yeah. to think that the airplane's wings are the things that hold it up yeah do they really the wings yeah so the wings. but they seem like kind of flexible but they're strong. Yeah, they're very strong and flexible, yeah. They're strong. That's the thing people don't realize, that they can bend a lot. They're supposed yeah. to move. Well, if they're too brittle in flight, they just snap off, so. And then you. And you crash. You what about the down. Dreamliner? That thing's awesome. Those <laughs> things, those wings flex a lot uh, under flight. They, the, the winglets are built into the wing, so you can't tell on the ground, but when you get in the air, they curve up. The winglets like the being wings. The, the little piece on the tip. Yeah, yep. It's like a little. 
like a thumb. Yeah, like or a little some... flare, like a little uh, I was pin. Thought, like I a was, pin at the end. Yeah, I was. Whenever I saw those, I thought that was like the coolest thing. And why wouldn't you have all planes have winglets? So they yeah. look badass. Yeah, they totally do. I think it just. I don't know a ton about it, but I think it depends on the wing, the airplane, how fast it goes. Right. It's you know, it's cruise speed, it's landing speed, but. Yeah, some wings can have them retrofitted onto them. And then in case of the Dreamliner, the 787, it is built into the wing. So it's a, it's a whole new approach to making a winglet. So when it's parked at the gate, it just looks like a regular wing mm -hmm. with an extra... Uh, a little tipperillo tip. on yeah, there? Yeah, a little, a little, uh, a a little extra... Yeah, a little fin. Mm -hmm. But it's not vertical, it's horizontal. Well, and, then, it? and then when it gets in the air, when oh. the uh, force is applied to it, it bends. The whole wing bends upward, like a big U kind of. Would you say that's fucked up or cool? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's cool. Yeah. Um, what, what you were telling me about, uh, we were talking about, we were, a long time ago about how dad used to be a pilot. Jeff, if you're just tuning in, yeah. for some weird reason, if you decided like, I'm just going to tune in now. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward it a little bit. Jeff and I are brothers. Means yes, we, we are. Which means we have the same father and the same mother. So we're 100% brothers. He's not a half-brother. Yep. Blood brothers. He's a full brother. I'm the firstborn. He's the secondborn. Yep. And when Jeff was born, I was very excited to be a big brother, and I thought my brother smelled like pizza <laughs> because I was smelling the cafeteria food. Still do. And I thought it was him, but it's like, I was like, oh, Jeff smells like pizza. <laughs> and it was not Jeff that smelled like pizza. It was the air that the, smelled yeah. like pizza. Yeah, yeah. The nurses down the right. hall are having pizza. Having pizza. Yeah. Or I guess all cafeteria food kind of smells like pizza because it's all cafeteria food in hospitals, some component of bread, some component of cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still like cafeteria food a lot. Yeah. Hospital cafeteria food, I don't know, something about it. I find it very relaxing. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, I guess I'm just going to just be very expository here, but uh -huh. Jeff and I, I'm Johnny, he's Jeff. I'm Jeff. Say Jeff. Jeff. I'm Johnny. We grew up in Rochester, Minnesota, home of the Mayo Clinic, yep. which is a large, very large medical institution. I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm addressing this like this, all this weird. Per I mean, I, I'm kind of talking to Dustin, but I'm not talking to Dustin because Dustin knows all this. Yeah. Does he? I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. All right. We'll just say, just but, uh, pretend he doesn't. It's like yeah. I'm just talking to like, I guess I'm talking to an audience that I can barely see. Sure. Like people who are, the lights are in my eyes, so I can't quite see them. I'm sort of like, okay, everyone, so this is how I, how I explain my life. But Jeff and I grew up in the same city uh, called Rochester, where our dad was a doctor. But dad, that's what I was talking about, is how dad was. Yeah. Dad used to be a pilot. Yeah, he did. And this was before he, was... he became a doctor. Yep, right before. Yeah. Yeah. He, but he uh... wasn't a commercial pilot. No, he was just a general aviation private pilot. How many hours yeah. do you think he logged? I don't know. I found his logbook. You did? It's buried, yeah. Yeah, wow. I gave it to him, and it was a, a treasure. He thought he had lost it. And I How found did you it find it? Like, it's in a box somewhere in the basement. You were, That's you, when we moved. Oh, yeah. we moved to the new house we currently live yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know. It was just old, and he still has it. We should mm -hmm. find out. I think probably a good amount. But like a, a couple hundred? No. Uh, maybe probably a hundred. Maybe just under a hundred. Because what you need, you need two hundred for VFR. No, you need forty for VFR, right? No, well, forty is for your just regular license. Forty for yeah. But typically, you go to fifty or sixty. So and a few listeners, VFR stands for visual flight rules. It means you can't right. fly in anything other than stuff you can see. Yeah, good weather. <laughs> IFR yeah. instrument flight rate flight rules. <laughs> right. Instrument flight rules are in the cloud. You Something can't see this, around you. Yeah, the stuff that the stuff the stuff I feel like is either the most boring thing ever or the most interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really boring on paper if you're reading about it, mm -hmm. if you're going over it all, but... Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, 
EFG, Golf, Hotel, Indigo, uh, HI, at Lima. Joker. Hotel Indigo, no, it's Lima. Lima. L -M, uh, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Quebec, uh, Romeo, Tango, Tango, Uniform, Victor, X-Ray, Yankee, Zulu. Yeah. You Did still you? got it. I got still it. got it. That's basically why I went to ground school, so I could learn the <laughs> avionics alphabet. And you sound cool. Everything else is boring shit. That yeah. and how to talk on the radio. Uh, Tower, this is a Uniform Yankee uh, 169er to Tower, uh, asking permission to hold short on runway 49 <laughs> Zulu. <laughs> can you do it? Permission to taxi. Uh, can you do it, Jeff? Can no, you do a, can I, you do I authentic, I, authentic I Tower talk? once or twice. It, it comes and goes. I don't know if I can do it right now. But if I'm with my friend Brad, he's a pilot. He it's, can do it pretty well. It's the greatest thing in the world. I have to force him to do it, yeah. Because they do it all the it. time. But they hate, pilots hate doing it outside of work. So they, they do? Just, they have to do it at work all the time. Yeah, but it's Talk like a party trick, man. Yeah, yeah, it sounds cool to us. Yeah. Roger, Roger. Uh, Victor Victor uh, Delta uh, Niner 6429456, Dick Talk, oh, boy, boy. One of us should be the tower and you should be the plane. Okay, I'll be the plane, okay, all right, ready? I'll be tower. Uh, tower, tower, uh, Rochester Approach, this is Uniform Yankee 167, seeking permission to take off on runway 249. Uh, uniform 129er Yankee, clear to taxi, uh, taxiway Bravo, hold short, runway 16 right, over. R Roger that. <laughs> Roger that. Taxiing to one what one what? Uh, pardon me, Tower. What's the uh, runway indicator number again? Sorry, Tower. Over. Uh, Yankee X-ray two six six. Taxiway one. Taxiway Bravo. Hold short. Runway one six right. One six right. Over. Roger that. Taxiing to one six right and taxiway Bravo. Over. Uh, uh, Tower, do you want me to run up my magnetos here? <laughs> yeah, go go ahead and do a run up in the run up area. Uh, contact, uh, Tower departure one two two zero point seven. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, contacting one two two point six seven nine or Bravo Charlie Delta Echo Foxtrot doing an engine run up magnetos checking. We've got a left wing disparity that's outside of the box. Over. <laughs> Uh, Rochester Tower, Hell 266, Bravo, are you needed assistance? Yes, I need assistance. I don't have anything to drink. <laughs> that sounded pretty good. Yeah, that was all right for the first time. Pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, I want to be in a plane now so bad. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's People don't realize how... That's the thing people don't realize about airplanes is that people who fly them... That big thing that happened way back, what's his name, Sully, the guy who saved all those yeah, people. Yeah, Sullenberger, yeah. He spoke Sully's to Congress about how they need to change the rules because there's yeah. always pilots who are, they love flying so much, they're like whores for it. They will yeah. fly, they'll take almost no money. They'll take a, such a small amount of money that they'll endanger their lives because <laughs> they're, they can't get enough sleep. Really? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people yeah, who pl fly period. for regional airlines mm -hmm. who have to work. They have a, can you imagine being a mm -hmm. pilot having a second job, like busing? T There's pilots yeah. out there yeah. who have a second job, yeah. who have a job that's like a regular shit job because they like flying so much and they don't make enough money as a right. pilot because the fucking FAA is, I don't know, know this 
full details yeah. of it. But basically, they haven't made it so they make enough money to sustain yourself. And that's why those those, that, those accidents that have happened, just been because to, of because yeah. of this pilot pilot fatigue. Yeah, and yeah. pilot fatigue is, is such a big thing, and they yeah. don't make it so. They, I think they just changed it a little bit. I uh, was talking to Brad, and they, right. uh, he, you get more time between you flights, see a little more rest period. But when you're a new pilot, when you're a new first officer, you are worked pretty hard yeah. and you very little pay. Yeah, those are the guys. That but are you really should be making enough rough. to where. Yeah. Because it's such an important safe. job. Yeah, where you you, yeah, that should be just your well, only job. That's what that guy was saying to Congress because they was like, oh, Sully, he's such a hero, he's such a hero because he yeah. was a hero. He was an yeah. actual. He and his first officer, yeah. they're both good. Yeah. Those guys were 100% yeah. real American heroes. Shirking, they were um, being, yep. they're very humble, and he goes to Congress and says, "Okay, guys, you guys, you guys want to hear me right now? Because I'm such a great guy, I'm a hero. Here's what we got to do." And they're like, oh, "Okay, great. Uh, thank. We'll, we'll think about that." Yeah. They didn't do a goddamn fucking yeah. thing because they're a bunch of oligarchical cuck cuckheads. Yeah. <laughs> well, cucks. They're yeah. cucks. He did, I, I think he also talked about how pilots are losing their hand flying skills, oh, flying yeah. the plane by hand, That's and, a big and deal. yeah, relying too much on automation. So it's really important for pilots, uh, they don't keep their flying skills up. They rely too heavily on automation. Yeah. And they're constantly changing their um, regular practice. Right. And they're, uh, what's that called? They go into the simulator. Yeah, simulator. They're, they're, they're recurring uh, checks, and they're doing way more hand flying. So That's good. Yeah, because that, that's what they run into. What's well, that happened with that 777 flight over the Air yeah. France 777 flight? Yep. That was automation error. That's also a new new plane. Yeah, that yeah. You want to read was something the scary? Stick thing. That was a weird. Yeah, yeah. That's the, one of the scariest things to read ever. It's yeah. The article about how that happened. Yeah. Because it's so scary. Because no one knew what the fuck was going on. No, they were completely disoriented. They just dove completely. the plane. Yeah. Into the ocean. Yeah. At like two thousand miles per hour. That's it's the craziest thing because the plane can be inverted. Yeah. And going at a certain way that your inner ear thinks that you're right side up. Yeah. So your brain plays tricks on you. So that's when you really have to rely on your instruments and right. don't go based off of what your head thinks you're doing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's dangerous. But back to dad. I want to talk yeah, about yeah. dad's flying. Okay. All right. But so he, you found his logbook. Yeah. He. I don't know how many hours he has, but he did. Uh, share like three stories with me why he didn't continue with oh, flying. Oh, I only know one. You do? Okay. I know right. the... He, so he um, went up at night one right. time flying solo. This is this one you know? Wisconsin, right? I think either there or down in Louisiana. I think oh, he really? was either... I, f I forget. Probably actually probably Milwaukee. I think you're right. Yeah, because I think yeah. he moved... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Actually. So he flew right. at night solo by himself. This is when he worked there. I think he worked at the FBO. Yeah, which so is a fixed base fixed, operator. Correct, yeah. Basically the coolest place in the world to have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like if nachos are great at a hockey game, having yeah. a good chips and a Coke yeah. at an FBO watching some <laughs> some some pipers take yep. off. Smelling the the <clears throat> one hundred LL fuel. That's the, uh, the, Avgas. Yep, Avgas low evaporates, lead. Yeah. Evaporates in your hand. But so he went flying at night and came right. back and parked the plane, and then he came back the next day because I think he was working there at the right. time. And uh, there was a the, the plane had been moved into the hangar somewhere else, and he he asked a guy out front uh, where to, where it went, yeah. and he went over there and checked it out. And there's a guy scraping with a big squeegee off of the floor of the hangar a bunch of oil. Yeah. And he went up to him and he's like, "What happened?" And he said. Whoever flew this plane last night had about 10 minutes before the engine quit on them. Because oil leaking Because oil. they're leaking oil on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And he's flying at night. He had no way of telling at all. He oh. parked the plane and left, and he didn't see any of the oil. Jeez. So had he been flying for 10 more minutes, the engine probably would have seized. And 
just would have been really bad. But you would have might maybe been able to, because those small planes have a lot of lift. So yeah. You could coast. Yeah. You could coast into a but, grass landing, but yeah, at night though. Yeah. Oh, it's harder God. at night. Yeah. Maybe not a, a highway, a field, a not advisable. Yeah, exactly. What are the so other two was, ones? Uh, That's okay. the one I heard. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Another one was a really hot summer flight. He loaded up the plane. It was four place plane four people in it, was it. A piper yep and he was big he was a big guy yeah then. our dad used to be yeah. a big boy <laughs> and his other his other three friends were also big so they're crammed into this little plane yeah and it's hot weather so the air is thinner so it's harder to get lift pizza boys right <laughs> and, they, mm-hmm. and they took off going on this runway and it took forever to get off the runway it took him about twice as long to get off <laughs> yep and they t- <laughs> so if he had to abort the landing it would have been real bad right because uh, that's how most accidents happen landing or taking off. I think so. I think yeah. statistically, yeah. I yep. think like 90% or more. Yeah, really bad climb performance out of there. Mm-hmm. They would have been climbing really gradually. So they got Had there out. been an obstacle at the end of the runway, they may have Had hit it. Had to clear it? Yeah. So what so, did they do? He cleared it. And he just... cleared it. And then, I, I don't know if it's the same flight or a different flight, but his third strike happened. Basically okay. The, th- the, the three strikes of uh Well, this sounds like, plant. this is classic opera. Okay, wouldn't, for one, wouldn't your pre-flight inspection have revealed that oil leak? Mm. No? I don't know. You don't check I, the I engine. I don't know the details. He, um, you, he looks, it, supposed to look at the engine. If it was leaking prior, yeah. If it yeah. was leaking already, you would have seen it. Because right. you do a walk around on the plane. Yeah, a pre-flight. But maybe it started later. I don't know. Got it. We could find out, but... But then the second he, uh, one, should he, shouldn't he have done his weight tables and yeah, known about that? Yeah. He, so that's, him, that's on him. Yeah. What's the third yep. one then? Okay, third one when his friends wanted to do a stall. Oof. And so that's when you lose the lift of the wings yeah. and you kind of drop for a little bit, preferably nose down so you gain airspeed in the right direction and then you get enough air moving over the wings to get your lift to, back. Yeah. And, and it's a common thing. You, tr- you do it a lot in training. I and did it, one with those Cessnas, actually. Yeah, yeah. If you just take your hands off the yoke and let it stall, it will self-correct. Yeah, yeah. So. And, it, and it's it's pretty quick. In a little airplane, it recovers pretty quickly. Yeah. In a big jet, it takes a lot longer. Right, that can kill you. Yeah. Stall can yeah, be deadly. Yep. But so his friends wanted to do one. Mm-hmm. So he uh, slows the aircraft down. And then what you want to do is, is with each wing... You want to lose lift on each side evenly, so the plane just goes into a dip. Because what's the? Uh, what's but what can happen is one wing stalls before the other, and you can go, go into, into a, a spin. spin. And spins yeah. are deadly. Yeah, those spin, are bad. Almost, almost yeah. spins are spins are how you die. Yeah, exactly. It's that thing when you see those old World War II videos of the guy. Yeah, a flat spin. Yeah, it's that. That's yep. a spin. I mean, a spin is what it looks like. It's it's a spin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, almost impossible. It's very difficult to recover yeah, from a spin. You can you can do it if you have training. A lot of people it's I don't right. think it's required. Spin recovery training is something pilots should do, but yeah. it's not totally required, I think. But he he didn't have it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh it's more than like the acrobatic side of things. But so he's going to do the stall and one wing stalls before the other and the wing tips over. The whole plane tips over. He gets he thank God he was in a, a good position to recover. Yeah. And uh he they were okay but he his friends were like oh my god that was awesome and he was and he said i need to look at his seat underneath him to see if he crapped himself because he <laughs> scared himself sounds shitless. like a dad story to say that yeah like he didn't actually but it's like right he's been saying it that way <laughs> for a long time uh-huh. you know i had to look over and make sure i didn't crap myself Ooh. you've never had a snake have you a snake? You had you used to have hamsters. 
Lots of hamsters, yeah. Yeah. Remember that thing, that yeah. cage you built? Did you build it? We built it together. Yeah, I built it, yeah. The, the giant gerbil cage? The giant yeah. gerbil cage? Out of plywood? Out of plywood with the front of, the front of it was like a plexiglass <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yep. I was it thinking was, about this the other day. Oh, yeah. It was so big. It was so heavy, too. It was so oh, heavy. It was crude. It was probably three feet long, <laughs> two feet deep, and about yeah. three feet high. Yep, I think that's right. It had a right. big, like, crude... Yep, big plexiglass like, in the front. The best with the hinges on that were tiny. <laughs> These tiny little hinges from this big, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this box. It's like the kind of box I remember hearing about in 2020 years ago about some guy kidnapped some, some high-end executive for ransom. <laughs> Went to his house and kidnapped him, and he made this box. It's like twice the size of a coffin. Oh my he made God. out of plywood, and he put it in a storage shed for the guy to stay in as a sort of like a, like a, pr it's a prison. Jeez, solitary confinement. Well, just to keep the guy, uh. because he couldn't think of a way to keep him. <laughs> Is his crate. It was yeah. basically it was a crate. It was a yeah. way to keep this guy, so he didn't. Uh, he couldn't he couldn't escape couldn't what, until they could deliver the, deliver the ransom. Mm. I don't remember if the guy died or not. I think he died. <sighs> but the thing is, they showed it, and I just remember just like, a what plywood the box. Fuck? Yeah, that's so sick. scary with holes in it. He said he was like the guy claimed like, well, I you know I, I gave him a lot to drink. I, I gave him vitamin C and stuff. It's like, <laughs> oh man, how long was he in there for? I think a couple of days. Uh. Somehow he died. I don't know why he died, but he yeah. did. Because if you think about it, he probably shouldn't have died if he was getting enough water. Yeah. But I mean, he probably wasn't getting enough water or whatever. I think people dramatically underestimate the amount of water a person needs. Mm hmm Especially if Quite it's not bit. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, I just need to drink water from here, here, <laughs> here and there. Say, so, oh, you're actually drinking a half gallon of water. You realize that? Like, yeah. No way. I'm drinking that much water? <laughs> no. He gave him a giant gerbil water tank yeah. you know, with the ball bearing. <laughs> that would be nice. He didn't give that guy that. Yeah. But mm. this this gerbil cage though was massive. It was awesome. It was, it was comfortable for gerbils. That's the Lots problem with it though. Bedding we, in there. We built that little, a little hutch. Yeah. It was on the corner. Yeah. And that's all. They would always be in there. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah. You couldn't tell if they were in there or not because yeah. they'd be hidden in there and you couldn't get them out of there. No, they were nocturnal, oh, and they'd God. be in there. Yeah, there was there was a a main level and then a little staircase going up yeah, to, the, to the to the hutch. hutch, and then a third level which they never went. They never went. On. They, third they, level. they didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. But it was big enough, tons of space. I had three gerbils in there at one time. Really? Yeah, there was uh, Genghis, Genghis, uh, Boris, Boris, and Ivan. God, it's always weird. Yeah. Why do those names? What those names I don't come know. You, from? I think you suggested most most of well, them. Well, I suggested. And the, I kind of liked them too. I was like the hamsters' right, cool. names. I suggested uh, Sinjin. Sinjin, yeah. And Stoklos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you know those I, come I, from? I don't remember Stoklos. Stoklos. No. These were names what? because for some reason Jonathan Sook and I were interested in. Uh, like these pro volleyball players. Yeah, yeah. These, Sinjin, guys, were, these yeah. guys are cool. Yep. There's a guy named Sinjin Smith <laughs> and his partner in pro volleyball, pro, sorry, pro beach. Beach volleyball. We're talking about pro beach. <laughs> we're talking about pro beach volleyball. I'm talking about pro beach volleyball here. The coolest thing that exists in America is pro beach, pro beach volleyball. He liked this guy, Sinjin Smith. And Randy Stoklos. Stoklos. That is a cool name. That is was, a rad Yo, what's name. up? What's up, bro? What's up, Randy Stoklos? Stoklos. So we just took those names. Yeah. I remember I, a poster, too, like a Sports Illustrator. God. Like a, a fold-out. So dumb. Yeah. Gosh, but... Uh, dumb as shit. Sinjin was number one. That was the first Sinjin hamster was ever. That was a gerbil. It was a hamster. That was a hamster, yeah. Was it a robo or was it a teddy bear? It was, it was a teddy bear. I think it was a teddy bear. Teddy bear. Those teddy yeah. bears are the best. 
All their cool. things aren't as good. Teddy yeah. Bear Hamster's the best. Dwarf hamsters were cool. They're okay. The little they're, gray guys. They're always like they're not friendly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is with hamsters and any small critter you got, mm -hmm. you want to handle them pretty often. Yeah. Early, so, early and often. Early, early and often, and then yeah. every week. And if, if if they go through a period of not being handled, they they lose their friendliness. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the little dwarf hamsters. Oh, what were they? I think it was darwin and really? another one they could climb the stairs our stairs were carpeted i remember that you know? shit yeah they would climb it they jump up halfway i was climbing to watch stair yeah didn't did our dog really get at one of them one time yeah yeah what did she do yeah shelby yeah but Springer she, did, did she, she, she held it? it in her mouth yeah and then i was next to her and i like held her head and i was screaming at her and then she just let it go yeah but she she was a she was a hunting dog you she know was. she was an english springer spaniel so i think uh what i like to think is that deep in her dna she knows not to injure animals just to mouth them well you know what because caught... hunting dogs just yeah. mouth the the dead they mouth the dead stuff. bird and they yeah. bring it back they bring it back so i think that's what she was doing is mouthing it was it. soft mouth you know one time a chipmunk fell in the pool yeah you know about this right yeah yeah, yeah. she caught it and it empty, this is the empty pool i was trying to quote unquote skateboard in there <laughs> Which really wasn't did any work. Or he's playing the cello or skateboarding. Skateboarding. I remember okay. playing. Did I play the cello? In I the thought pool? you were playing the cello in there. Yeah. Because the, the acoustic, so it was yeah. all echoey. Yeah. <laughs> you still have the cello at home. Yeah. Just give it to Steve. Yeah. But what, the but, dog uh, Shelby caught one yeah. and she brought it up. I thought she was going to eat it, but she trotted it up real slow and set it on the ground and let it run. <laughs> She just wanted to play with it. Yeah, I, I think I remember you telling me it, it it was running across the edge of the pool. It fell in. Mm -hmm. She caught it and she did it like three times in a row. No, just once. Just once. Okay. Yep. 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 Story changed yeah. in your brain. <laughs> just but, once. But I remember Shelby when she had the hamster. It was the two little legs sticking Shelby. out of her mouth and oh a little tail. And I was just like, don't eat it, don't eat it. And she <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> oh, were you like nine years old or something? Yeah, probably. Do you probably remember 10, how Shelby 11. died? Yeah. Shelby died. Or she died from eating. We had a, a. She wasn't really exchange student. I guess she was yeah, an exchange student. Medical she student. Some, some bullshit. She's very doctor. Dumb. Not the doctor She's was a bullshit. She was she staying with us. She was a Dutch girl, staying with us, and she had a bunch of dark chocolate sprinkles in her. Well, just a box of chocolates. Well, not even chocolate. Oh, was it it was sprinkles? sprinkles. I so thought it was a dark. I thought it was. It was dark chocolate, chocolates. but that's why yeah. it was so devastating because they were dark chocolate sprinkles, and those are so they're so fine. Yeah. She just scarfed them because Shelby used to like eat Easter baskets and shit. Yeah. She'd be fine. She'd, She'd vomit. Get the food. Yeah. But this was so fine and so dark. Yeah. Just fucking death blow. That that's the thing. If your dog eats like a like a Hershey's chocolate, it's fine. There, there's hardly any cocoa. Hardly in there. any cocoa. But this was really yeah, yeah. really good stuff. Because I guess so. essentially, I think what it is is Poison. that uh, cocoa is a stimulant. Mm. To the extent where it causes the dog's heart to, oh. to it's like if I took a fucking a thousand milligrams of Adderall, yeah. it would kill me yeah, because it's yeah. It'd explode. Yeah, your heart would explode from. Hmm. I, think it, I think it doesn't explode. I think it stops your heart. Yeah, it's like yeah, just, it's just stops. too much. Yeah, so that's what happened to her. Yeah, yep, Shelby's tragic. First dog. Yep. But we got a lot of dogs afterwards that. Yeah, Coco. Coco. Coco was a good dog. Probably not a good name for our second dog. I know. <laughs> but that's, yeah. what, that's what name she came with. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Coco. We didn't do that. Yeah. She was a rescue. Yeah. yeah she was a shamey, Gosh, shamey a, dog. Yeah. Terrier mix. Rat terrier Manchester mix. I guess. She, she looked like a loaf of bread with toothpicks sticking uh -huh. out of it. I feel like to some extent all dogs are just... If you don't know what kind of dog it is, there's a lot of dogs that are just... There's, there's dogs like, our, like Rabbit, our dog. Yeah. She's not a breed. 
Right. People say, what is she? Well, you know, she's she's a fucking ranch dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's probably 10 generations of 25 different breeds yeah. having sex, and whatever dominates dominates so it's not really yeah she, she's the healthiest of them all yeah she's just yeah. A, she's just a dog she's just a big old fucking ranch dog right she's and, close to this but i don't i can't yeah. i couldn't really tell you yeah and who knows shepherd she's, right she's don't a shepherd say? she's yeah. a shepherd but really she's just mostly some, something she's else. like a, a bl- shepherd blend yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so i think i think shelby was about eight or nine when she died yeah oh and she was that old I, I think she was yeah she was about there that's pretty good yeah and then Coco, she was, I think, I think she was in her teens. She was old. 13, 14, yeah. and something like that. Yeah. She, I think she just had a brain hemorrhage. She just got yeah. confused. Well, and Sometimes they just, they, they go, yeah. they, the dog, dogs die for, because it's, they just go. Right. In fact, someone said this to me once about dogs dying, like how they, like they, they live for a short period of time because they give out, they give you so much love <laughs> that they, it's kind of like burning a candle at both ends. So dogs are oh, always yeah. burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> yep. Dogs are like a three wick candle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it gives off a lot of light, a lot of scent, but it doesn't last as long yeah. as like a nice wick trimmed. Right. So it's, yeah, that's kind of what they are. They say dog year is what, seven years? Seven. One human year? Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day with Brett. We were talking about how. At some point, like a dog, is interesting because a dog starts off younger than you, and at some point, it becomes older than you. <laughs> like basically, they exist in a different, like they they coexist with humans. Like dogs, evolution. Dogs and humans have evolved together. I think they've evolved yeah for thousands yeah. of years together. So Completely, we have a, yeah. it's one of the few examples. Not one of the few. It's probably one of the most widely known examples of coevolution. Yeah. But you have this animal that essentially lives in a different time than the thing cuz it, it really yeah. does. It's, it lives in the same time as you, but it's not the same trajectory, it's not the same speed. Right. Like right. It goes at a different speed. Yeah. They're, it's a different speed. They're highly domesticated, but their yeah. timeline's different. Yeah. That's cool. I, it's it's funny. I, we were in uh South Dakota at a Native American museum. Um archaeological dig well one second right. um we have a guest here who's going to talk about some sensitive nature sensitive matter nature some sensitive stuff and i'm going to disguise his voice so he can speak freely on the subject uh we'll just call him for the sake of the interview today here on executive buffet with johnny johnny permitton's executive buffet live to tape we're going to call this guy timmy b that's uh tim b okay tim b can you tell us about this uh experience you had yes johnny um, I'd like to tell you about this. Uh, we were in South Dakota at a archaeological dig. I've, okay. I, I can't tell you the name of it or any other details surrounding it, but uh, I learned a great deal about dogs and how they evolved there. Really? And um, they go further back than you think. How far, uh, How much do I think? How well, far back do I think they go? Um, you probably think just... 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. How far back? They say 20? 60,000 years 60,000 years. Yeah. So dogs do, I mean, dogs co-evolution with humans. Yes. They were working dogs. They could carry about between 100 and 200 pounds. A do- one dog? Yeah, one dog. How big is this dog? Probably about between 80 to 140 pounds. Oh. So like a working, kind of like a German Shepherd size, between like a Golden Retriever and a German Shepherd. So this would drag? Drag, yeah. Like so two d- sticks behind it. That would make a, like a, a trailer. A travoy, you mean? Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's how it got the name. The French explorers first saw it and documented it, so it got a French name. Oh yeah, travel because it's a that's an Iroquois thing, I believe. Right, right. So these dogs were carrying um, anything from firewood to any tools that they might need, uh, any other uh, kill. They would they, they would be have a harness on them. Yeah, harness. Okay. Yep, yep. I, in my head, I was thinking they were grabbing it with their teeth and, oh, and no, dragging yeah, it. Yeah. So that seems kind of inefficient. Right, right. A harness. So yeah. these dogs are the original. Um, these are the original cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the SUVs of the day. So you said that, that. So you're saying that dogs are the SUV. The original SUV is a dog. That that is correct. It's yes. a sport utility vehicle. Yes. Well, isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. Thank you so much for, for talking with us about that. Uh, well, Tim B, we'll see you when we see you again. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for having me. Lo- long time listener. Welcome back anytime. Oh, oh, oops. Uh, can, I, can I come back? Yeah, hey, right. hey Jeff. Jeff. Hey there. Hey, Jeff Pemberton, how's it going? I just went to the bathroom, I'm back. Hey, so um, I want to ask you about welding, because you're a welder. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, tell me about welding. All right. Uh, well, like, <laughs> where, where do I start with that? Well, well, we I got, got metal. Uh, we got metal. Yep, we got some stainless steel here. Heat it up. Yep. Heat it up. Get it done and good. Yeah. Well, get what it, we get do? It prep. It's all about preparation. What we do is we heat up the metal, <laughs> heat it up good. Don't want your welds clean. You don't want any drippers. Mm-hmm. What's the word they say for welding in terms of what are some welding words? Mm. Uh, Take, make, pop metal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, wire feed, stick, Ooh. TIG, MIG, MIG, jig. Uh, jig. Yeah. Is you're, it? You're, you're, you, well, you can use a jig as a tool to oh, hold okay. metal and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know where should I start. Like, uh, if you were gonna if you were gonna learn how to weld, mm-hmm. where you'd want to start and where you can work up to, basically. What is like, interesting about welding? Well, it's fusing metal together. Right. Super hot. It's primitive. Um, it's a little bit dangerous, but it's not really. And it's uh, yeah, it has a primitive background, but technology's taken it uh super far. Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing. Um, yeah, when you get into like exotic alloys and stuff like that, it's just uh. It's a pretty wild thing. <laughs> How do you fall asleep at night? Well, I listen to someone talking about exotic alloys. <laughs> How this podcast by the Executive alloy. Buffet I listen to? It's uh, it's just great. Just exotic alloys. <laughs> a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. Code names. Seven, ten, forty-five, a hundred and twelve, fifteen, six hundred and fifty-four, fifty-five, I'll, I'll fifty-one. Right I'd be cool thing. You know about the Conet Numbers Project? Uh, no. We've talked about this. But I think this is, this is old news. Sounds familiar. This is like the know. oldest thing that is continually cool. Okay. In the Cold War, before there was... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They had these, these short Number stations. Station. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beep, 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 Forty-five, but I have like an scary. like an overture behind it, like yeah. no, 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 yeah, oh, no, no. forty-two weird intros and stuff. Forty-one, fifteen, sixty-five. So they're telling, <laughs> they're telling in-bed agents code, so they can do their spy tradecraft. Yeah, it's all gone. No yep. more. I think there's no a, more tradecraft. There's a couple. There's a podcast that mm. had a really good episode really? on it. Can I mention another podcast? You can mention here? whatever. I think ninety nine pi. Okay. Yeah. As long as you don't good. mention the R word, or the R word, or um, the certain podcasts that okay. I've like, it's like to mention them is sure. to 
sure. give them the un- unneeded. All right, that'll be the only one. What's it called? What is 99% that? 99% Invisible, my favorite oh. podcast in the world. They have a really good one on the number station. Shout the, out. The Cold War. Yeah. So you know about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, it's I, great. I don't, I don't know why I know it's that it's spooky. Conet. Yeah, it's, it's super spooky. spooky. Yeah. If you put that shit on oh and gosh. don't tell someone, it is. Yeah, it's that is that will eerie. freak anybody out. Yeah. Sometimes there's like they get little kids to record them too. Their voices. Oh my god! It's or women. Yeah. A lot of them is women. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's the long wave. It makes it it alters the voice, and so it sounds just really yeah. spooky. And you yeah. hear a little bit of uh, I don't long know what you call wave. it. What's it? It's not corruption because that has to do with something else. Yeah. You hear the wave. Yeah, you hear it being distorted. Yeah, yeah. They're traveling very far. So it sounds a yeah. bit like a... Uh, it's still amazing to think that's an actual thing that happens. Yeah. Is that sound Like right now, we're, our bodies are just being bombarded yeah. constantly with gamma radiation and all, yeah. these, all these waves. They're just going right through us. Do you, do you think that affects like our mood and health? A lot of like... I mean, Wi-Fi waves and radio waves and like obviously if you're in a building, it's more sheltered. Yeah. But do you think that's kind of changed or... Well, I mean, biology so, at all? I think radiation definitely does. Yeah. We, know that, we know that to be true because, like, if that's why, that's what limits long-distance space travel, right, is the solar radiation is one of the most damaging things because well, oh, there's yeah. gamma radiation that comes from the sun. Yeah. And there's almost nothing you can do to insulate from gamma radiation while also creating something that can move. Yeah. Because you have to have so much insulation. Yeah. That, so, that's why our atmosphere is so awesome. Yeah, People it's don't so realize it's, it is... It's creating a Goldilocks zone yeah. in our in our planet that where mm. life is, what we can withstand is such a small envelope. Our atmosphere is so important right. to block so much stuff out. It's also so funny too when you think about like hot springs. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many hot springs that people can go in, but humans can go in water that's such a very very <laughs> narrow temperature. Yeah, and yeah. Like, but too hot and perfect yeah. is about. It's about seven degrees difference. Pretty close, yeah. And too hot <laughs> and perfect. Yeah. Between like, to be like so hot that I'm going to get burned. Yeah, yeah. And oh, this is nice. This yep. feels good. Yeah, our threshold is so. Yeah, thin. threshold is so small. It's yeah. ridiculous. All that stuff is very small. Yeah. Speaking of, it makes it makes me think about how. Remember the gas leak that happened in our house when we were kids? Yeah. You were, I guess, you were, were you a baby? I was a baby. You were a baby, yeah. baby, were you? I, like I was in the crib. You were a crib. So yeah. How, were you like was, a one-year-old? No, I'm, I think I was. Maybe maybe around just younger than that. Okay. Because yeah. I was crying. That's yeah. why mom woke up. Yeah. Basically, Jeff, you saved our lives because pretty, pretty you much. started crying because we had there was the we had, our house had a swimming pool, and it's in Minnesota, so it has to be heated, otherwise it would never be swimmable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that thing All has a pipes. furnace, has a separate furnace. And some idiots somehow, they there was some sort of exhaust issue with the furnace. Yeah. And it started pumping carbon. Not dioxide, but carbon monoxide right. into the house, in the Odorless basement. Odorless and no color Odorless, at all. colorless, mm-hmm. deadly. Pumped in the house and happened at night. We're all sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it filtered up because we slept on, oh, this was in the basement. I still don't understand how this is possible. It was, it was through the ventil- it, it somehow ventilation. It's somehow ventilation oh, system. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's It was too close to it. It was like a perfect yeah. storm. Oh, God. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yep. So it pumped it through the air conditioning. I think it was in the summer. Yeah, it was in the so summer. It central air. Yep. And I was crying, like, super loud. You woke like, up and cried. I woke up and cried. Woke mom up. Right. She came in, and she felt kind of weird. And she Something's was like, wrong. I kind of have a headache. And I was crying. I think I had my eyes closed. Well, you think you did. I think that's just what she told me. Oh, but so then she went to check on you. Yeah. And you um, wouldn't wake up. Yeah. Well, you had a headache or something. It was just really like, felt like woozy. See, I don't. I barely remember. I have a very, very okay. F- faint memory of it. I remember. 
uh, sort of like, I guess I thought I fell down the back stairs, but oh. I don't think I fell down. I think I just seemed like I was falling because I was so yeah. out of it. I was yeah. so zonked on the yeah. carbon monoxide. It felt very weird. Yeah, because yeah. you you woke up. I think I had my eyes closed and I was crying. And my oh. mom was like, this is really unusual. Right. It's very weird. Let so me go she... check on Johnny. You have a headache. And then she checked on dad. So uh-huh. it, was just, it was just you and me at the time. Yep. And then everyone had a headache. And then she kind of put it together. It was just like it must have been a gas leak. It's so weird. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever think that. Yeah. It was a gas leak. Yeah. It's such a thing where you just don't expect, you just don't think no. that would happen. Right. It was a, a symptoms. Like, uh, yeah. well, she was a nurse too. So right. maybe she'd come across it before. And right. it was like headache, wooziness. It wasn't like, you know, food poisoning. It That's wasn't too, like, too it coincidental. Wasn't, yeah, exactly. So we mm-hmm. all felt the symptoms. And then yeah. I think she called someone. And then they kind of verified it. And they said, yeah. just get out of the house. And then I think that's one of my earliest memories is being at the ER with all you guys. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, we were in, all in the same room. All in the same area. And I think I was on top of mom. And then she brought, she put me on top of dad. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, that's like, I it's just remember weird. a lot of white. There's no yeah. way to, I don't think there's any way to verify it, right? Because right. people always say how memory is something where you think you remember, but actually you, yeah. just, you don't it know. Could, it could have been a recreation, yeah. Yeah, because I have a memory of being... And our little that first house we lived in before you were born, yeah. we had a little cornfield in the back. Oh. Like not, it was like maybe like a a yard by it was four feet by four okay. feet. Okay, this corn. on Ninth Avenue or before that? It's before that. I think it's oh, on Second yeah. Street. Or yeah, something, yeah. That little tiny house. Yep. Downtown, and I remember being in the cornfield with Dad, but I don't think I remember that. Huh? Because there's yeah. a picture of it. Okay. I remember a picture it. of me. What I do kind of remember is that our neighbors behind us. Were like shitty. They're like shit neighbors. <laughs> they had a big bulldog, like a classic, like a cartoon little rascal's bulldog. Oh, I remember okay. thinking like that dog's so scary. <laughs> but that I think is real. I think because I remember the shit neighbors. Cause they had chicken pox, and I wasn't supposed to go near them because I might get chicken pox. Okay. Yeah. Even right. though I should have, because I would have got chicken pox at a reasonable time. Yeah. When did but, you get chicken pox? I got when I was like thirteen. Oh. Maybe okay. fourteen. So Pretty I had them really bad. Yeah. The older yeah. you get, the worse they are. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, it can kill you. Yeah. Chickenpox can kill it's you like, if you're like an old person. Yeah. You like a, a, a sustained fever. Yeah. It's, it's wild. The, uh, but the memory thing, Chickenpox. it's, it's crazy because every, every time you access your memory, it can change a little bit. Right. So every time you think about something that's really old, you can morph it and really? change it. Yeah. And our, our memories are really fallible and very suggestive too. Mm-hmm. So you can, uh. Yeah, that's why eyewitness testimony is so bad. Oh, it's, 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 it's worthless. Uh, it's yeah, it's suggestive. <laughs> it's, and it's worthless. Terrible, yeah, it's but, pretty funny. But it's almost like whatever you remember is what happened. Right. Yeah. That's what I always think yeah, about. It's yeah, and you can, you can change it if you want to. You can you can recall if you have a a memory that's neutral or negative. Every time you access it, you can add something positive to it. Right. And over time, it'll become more of a positive memory. Do we do that? I don't think I do it actively, but maybe. Yeah. But maybe yeah. inactively? Yeah, Un- unconsciously. Unconsciously. You unconsciously? You unconsciously affect your memories. Yeah. We had a lot of, uh, I took a class for my psychology degree. I took a class on memory and cognition. So right. This is all coming back to me right now. It's all, <laughs> so you're, you're remembering stuff about yeah. what, how you remember things. Yeah, exactly. Because of your psychology degree. Right. You think dad would ever want to be on the podcast? I think so, yeah. 
I he's been on the radio a couple times in Rochester. Yeah, I remember that one time he was yeah. talking about poop. Yeah. Because he's a colon rectal surgeon. Yep. He's so, an ass man. Yeah. He's an ass. I remember one time him <laughs> talking about how uh, a woman called up and was talking about how her her poop was uh, white and flaky. <laughs> Remember hearing that? I don't remember that. Because it was a weekend show, weekend health show. <laughs> yeah. And they had a guy like, we have, uh, we have Dr. John Pemberton from the Mayo Clinic here uh, to talk about digestive disease and problems. Uh, we're taking calls here. And it's like, it was Carol C.A. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Carol C.A.M. Uh, calls, give us a call. And this lady was like, hello, Dr. Pemberton. <laughs> now I have my stool just like just going for it oh. my stool it's often white and flaky <laughs> and he was like okay well um well this could be a problem associated with uh fiber and uh you're gonna want to uh see someone about <laughs> <laughs> which i think is the answer most of the time fiber yeah, fiber yeah he used to you remember he used to make a drink Metamucil every day yeah. to stay regular? Because just none of us are getting enough fiber. Well, I, he made you it. drink it? No, he did. Oh, yeah. But, but every day it. I'd see him do it, and I'd have a little sip, and I was like, this is disgusting. It's like a, like a pulpy orange Citrusel. Citrusel. That's it. I think the first science Citrusel. experiment I did was a fiber one. Yeah. It's so boring. I did a, did a science experiment about what's the most effective fiber. Yeah. But you well, know fiber has fiber works both ways. It does, It can yeah. be a diuretic. Not diuretic, but it can, be, it can Laxative. move. Laxative. It can have a laxative effect, and it can have a... Bulking. Bulking. Yeah. But the bulk, it's different. It's a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. There's some sort of a... It's like a bell... What do you call it? It's a special coefficient. Yeah. If, if you mix it with tons of water... It can be... It'll be a laxative. laxative. Make you poop. And if you make it thicker, it'll, it'll bulk up. It'll, yeah. bu- it'll bulk up. It'll bulk you up. You got a bulk roughage. I need to bulk up those stools. <laughs> I bulk it up. It's my favorite sound to make. Yeah. Do you think that dad is going to move to Palm Springs? I hope not. Why not? I don't think so. Why do you hope not? Well, Jim doesn't like it. No. A lot. Uh, Who's Jim? Uh, <laughs> Dad's husband. Dad's husband. Yeah. That's weird. Dad's John's well, husband. Yeah. Dad's a man. He has a our husband. Stepfather. Our stepfather. Isn't that well? He's our stepfather. He is, yeah. I, was, I would incline him to be more of a stepmother, but. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Dad likes Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Jim doesn't so much. Yep. Uh. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're probably going to stay in Minneapolis. I know. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I wish they'd yeah. move to Palm Springs. You like Palm Springs? I love Palm Springs. Really? You ever been? Yeah. I thought you hated it. I hate it. No, I like There's it now. There's nothing to do there. It's awesome. There's tons of stuff to do there. You can drink. What? You can eat. That's you can it. sit. You can swim. Yep. You can drink more and eat more. <laughs> I like Palm Springs because it has the effect of forcing you to relax. Okay. Because it's right. so hot. That's true. But it's also, I don't know. It's I, just like a desert oasis pretty much. I don't know right? why I like it. I just like it. All right. It's a weird thing. I, I think I've been there once, so this is based off of one trip. Yeah, so. I think we should go back. All right. We should go back. We should go to Palm Springs sometime. Yeah. There's a little airport there we could fly in. There is. Yeah. Dad mm-hmm. flew a, a Cirrus SR20 there. His friend had one. And a complex uh, single engine. What's a complex single engine? Um, just more systems on it. More more. Uh, more switches? A- automation. There's like autopilot. Uh, I don't think it has retractable gear. Typically, oh, retractable gear. Yeah, that's that's, that's like you're a paying a premium for retractable of, gear. Yeah, complex aircraft. Yeah, but, but his friend that has that plane is gone now, so there's oh. nothing for me there. 
Yeah. Nothing for you there. Unless dad moves there. Yeah. Well, you, what, what we should do is go to Oshkosh next year. I'll go to you, Oshkosh. Yeah. Do you think that's weird that dad never talks about that, about being having a husband? Yeah. Like, it's almost like, it's like not even, it's a weird thing. I think it's weird because of how not weird it is, don't you? I guess so. I mean, like, what in what context? Like, what do you talk about it? What Would it be... I don't know. It's like, almost like it just didn't, like yeah. it happened. Like it happened because you remember. Do you remember when he came out? I did. Yeah. What it was like? Yeah. I don't. Rem- I remember it kind of. But I don't think we were in the, we were together. No. Right? Yeah. It was individual. Yeah. How did you find out? You, I went to. Uh, I, I went up to Minneapolis with him. Right. The day and uh, was we he living there dinner. at the time? No. No. Yeah, that was. You know, he was uh, after the divorce. Right. They got divorced. I was in. I think. Fresh, end of freshman year of high school high school right and then about two years later he came out and we were up in Minneapolis at dinner okay and then he was just really nervous and he's like it's something I gotta tell you right and then he came out to me then so what did he say he just said I don't I don't remember specifically but I remember him telling me but he was just like you know, just you just the two of you just two of us yeah right. it was just like our Saturday yeah so. but you know he was nervous and he's just like I love you that's right. the main thing, and just nothing's changed. It's just I need you to know this. And your brother, and he told me your brother actually, he guessed it. He guessed it like a year ago. You, would, yeah, because you, you were older, and you, right. you asked him. I think you were like, well, sort of. He brought me into the living room with mom, mm. and he was asking about that sort of thing. Like, so do you know, like what's going on? Like we're getting, we're getting divorced, and I think I guessed it because it just didn't seem like it could be because mom and dad weren't fighting like people who. Right. They weren't fighting a lot. They weren't like, there was fighting, but it wasn't abnormal fighting that was that you think about, yeah. at least think about when you think of a divorced person. Right. Because you think about this like sort of thing. It wasn't like, it also, it wasn't an amicable split. Like you also see happening. It wasn't something like that. So I kind of figured for some reason, I think I just guessed it. Yeah. Because it seemed like, I think I asked, I was like, what, are you, are you gay? Yeah. And it's like, yep. Yep. And um, I was like, well, I even laughed because it was kind of just so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, I guess that's I guess it was new. gay, huh? Yeah. How, how old were you then? I was probably 19. Yeah, I think okay. I was a freshman. It was weird because that's right when I had my surgery, too. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. A lot going on. Had yeah, we col- had just moved. My, we just moved. I had my colon removed. That's right. We didn't just move. We moved oh, a maybe, few years Oh, maybe a year yeah. or two before, yeah. Yeah. But he um, came out then. Yep. It's interesting because he's like he became such a happier guy. Yeah, he changed. Like it's like, I mean, it was almost yeah. instantaneous. It was I weird. Think so yeah, yeah, he, he was uh, easier to be around. For yep. sure. he he like he wanted to be around. He before that yeah. he was kind of uh, reclusive a little bit. Right. But it, I remember being excited um, that they were getting divorced. Really? I remember I remember I was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They brought us all in there, and I I just sat up on the counter and I was like, "What's going on?" They're like. We're gonna get divorced, and my it, my knee jerk reaction was like, "Yes, really? awesome, yeah." I was like, "This is good. This is progress because we cannot, our family cannot keep going in this direction with you two fighting every night." They yelling. fought a lot. Yes, See, I guess night. I was gone because I was gone. gone. Yeah, I was in college. But don't so you remember was... even back at at, tw- at the other I house? Guess, it was every I, night. Was I remember them fighting lots, about lots money fighting. and stuff. Lots of money fighting. Yeah, which is to me is was kind of. It's right, boring. but I mean, when there's problems anywhere, you you it's argue indicative about anything. of something else. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So there was just never any physical fighting. Always no, verbal. No, no. Yeah, never any of that. A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. God damn it! 
Yeah, and it was. <laughs> God, just God damn it! <sighs> and one more time, it would always start in the kitchen and go down the hall. <laughs> and there's a hall at the end. And he would end yeah. up in his study, and she would be in the God hall. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Your ASG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh Right, that makes sense. I always thought that it's cool because like divorce is cool, man. <laughs> it's like the divorced kids, the cool kids got yeah, the weed. It's right. almost it's almost like the uh, the uh, teenage equivalent of getting glasses. <laughs> like glasses is bad. Glasses means your eyes are broken. Sure. It means you can't see it means your body is failing. But you remember being cool to have glasses? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I guess it's I, I, think I remember yeah. I remember wanting glasses so bad. Right. Wanting so bad yeah. to fudge an eye test so I got glasses. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I got, yeah, I've got glasses. Yeah, I got glasses. Yeah. Oh, you know, I have my contacts in right now. I'm going to put my glasses in. It's like a thing to have, to, to be about. Right. It's like being a vegan or something like that. Right, yeah. But the, yeah, the divorce is... Yeah, for me, I was older, so I guess it didn't impact me as much. But I always wonder yeah. about you and Maggie and Lauren because yeah. you guys are so much younger, so it's like a thing where yeah. there's such a stigma because Rochester is such a I know. conservative town. Back, especially at that time. Yeah. And it's changed since then. I yeah, mean, it's changed significantly. Leaps and bounds, getting divorced and right. coming out and everything. But back then, it was a little more of a stigma. Yeah. I was just at the age I could understand it. Right. But Lauren and Maggie, our, our younger sisters. They just didn't get it. Yeah, they were, they were just too young to right. fully comprehend, but... Um, my knee-jerk reaction was like, good, this is great. Oh, really? And then I remember him, he moved out very quickly after that, like that yeah. week. Mm -hmm. And then his new place, I, I helped him set up his new place. Right. So that was kind of cool because I got to hang out with him, just, just he and I. Yeah. Um, and then it was, I think, uh, two years after that, a year and a half after that, that he came out of the closet. Really? Then. Yeah. How did he realize that? He was divorced that? first and then So you had no settled. idea that whole time? No. I mean, no idea. I, I, I had no clue. God, yeah, I had no how did you not know? Well, because there's nothing around to really. I guess so. I think he dyed his hair a little bit. That Maybe. was unusual. And he was on the phone. On the he phone? Did, he, he didn't want to be on the phone around people because he was talking to his friends in the cities, I think. Yeah. And then he didn't want to expose us to that just yet. Oh. So, but, yeah, I think. Do you know I what think, I think uh, I kind of found out, actually? I think I remember mm. one time seeing him on something on his work computer mm. that it wasn't, it wasn't like porn or anything. I think I remember seeing something that was like. Like a like a swimsuit, yeah. ver, like a swimsuit edition version, yeah. But men, okay. And seeing it just for a seeing a glimpse of it <laughs> on the computer, and just thinking, that's yeah. well, that's weird, huh? But I didn't yeah. think anything of it. But sure. I think when it, when it push came to shove, and I was thinking about like what's going on here? Why am I, why is dad mom and dad being so cagey about this? Yeah. Why are they being so yeah? Like hey, do you know what's going on? Like right. well, like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it's obviously not. You don't want to kill each other because you're both kind of smiling in a weird way. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that's how I put it together because okay. I guessed it because it's like you kind of held on to that. You like it's yeah. kind of a clue. Yeah. There's yeah. I'm an observant guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People have often said, "Well, look, he's an observant guy, so you might want to be careful." That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Street smarts. Yeah. A lot of street smart people are very observant. But isn't it weird how it's kind of boring that dad's it's like he's gay, but it's not like a Yeah. Like he and Jim are kind of conservative. Yeah, they're just old gays. Like they're, they're not they're really. Gays. They're like, not. They're not into pride. They. They sort of are. You know, they kind of are, but they don't go to pride. They're yeah. It's like oh whatever. It's just yeah. Like pride for them is how many books yeah. do you have about Jackie Onassis? Yeah. <laughs> how many books do you have about? Truman Capote's black and white parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They they like 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 they they collect clothes. Like they like nice, yeah. you know. It's a strange it's, thing. Yeah. I don't I don't I always I think 
But uh, to me, I always think about this is that people say stuff like, um, oh, Dr. Dre, he's not gay. I'm like, how do you know? Right. Well, he has a wife. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, what? Do you have any any other things you like? To, any right. other evidence you like to bring that is actually counts at all? Right. That's like saying to me. That's like saying, um, oh, this guy. Uh, this guy just got out of prison, and he we can hire him. I'm like, but he but he's gonna be working with. He's a he's a sex offender. And he's gonna. Be, oh, that's not. A, that's a bad analogy. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, oh, he's a thief, right? Uh huh. He's a thief. We're gonna hire him at this jewelry store. He's a jewelry thief. It's like, well, how come you know he's not going to steal from you? He's a he's a known jewelry thief. Went to prison. It's like, well, he promised he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on parole. <laughs> he's not going to steal from us. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> it's like, yeah, the idea that marriage is so sacred that someone would would never betray their most basic instincts is right. so ridiculous. Right. Because I think I mean, there's a lot of people. There's so many celebrities. People say, oh, he's not. They're not gay. They have a hot wife and they have kids. Yeah. It's like. It's fucking man. You yeah. Should, I feel like that has infected my brain throughout life as to where anything I think about, I don't take anything at face value. Right. You can't I really assume, trust it at face value. Like I remember like some, the, yeah, some friends you know. were talking about how there's some article about how, did you know that almost all the sushi you eat is not really the fish that it is? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, did you really think it was? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Did you, unless you can see, unless you can fucking catch the. Yeah. Unless you know tangibly something is true, right. you can't ever have any idea except have faith in the idea yeah. that it's what it is. Yeah. Unless you do it yourself. Because nothing's real. Yeah. Nothing's real at all. It's all just fucking smoke. Yeah. It's it's real to you if you want it to be. Yeah, it's real to you if you want it to be. Yeah. But outside of that, it's it's real. To, like, it's the whole idea. I mean, it's, it's kind of hack, not hackney, but it's just sort of. I don't like to think about it, but I remember in, in Catholic school, they had to explain the idea of faith to us. Yeah. And I always thought it was such a good explanation because there was such, because you went to Catholic school, they talked yeah. about faith yeah. and how, I'm, I don't really care for that stuff a whole lot, but I do think what they, how they explain faith is interesting because faith is basically the only tenet in religion, in, at least in organized religion like, like the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. to where if you don't have faith, then you basically have nothing. Mm. So that the faith, it, believing in something, is what you're not believing in a thing. Your belief, your your belief is what creates the thing. Yeah. So if you, it's just like we're talking about like memory. Like if you, yeah. If you think something is the way it is, then it it's, is the way it is. It is. Yeah. It's not the other way around. Right. It's not believing in. It's a like, construct. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. So it's like that whole thing where people talk about. I have proof that God doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Well, if I think God exists, right. God exists. Right. <laughs> All I have to do is think about it. I have like a, mm, he exists. Right. Or yeah. it exists or whatever. In your reality. Yeah. yeah. He's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've chosen to believe in it, so sure. therefore it does. Exactly. And in that's, that, yeah, yeah, in that that's realm it. it is. It's like Santa Claus too. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe, maybe there's not a guy that comes down your chimney, but I, I remember when we were young and the, the day I realized Santa Claus wasn't real, uh-huh. like the physical Santa Claus, like... He literally doesn't come down the chimney and give us presents. Right. And I was like, "What? Really?" And but but you're like, "No, no, no, Jeff. He's real though. He exists, but he just doesn't come to our house." Did I say real. that? Yeah. You were like, "Well, I, I held on." I, I was like, "I held on too." I, I was, held on hard. I yeah, wanted Santa. I, I wanted Santa for real. We both did. I, I, I really, that's because I believed that I created that belief structure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where okay, obviously it's not physical, po- physically possible for this this man to to dive down our chimney and deliver stuff. Uh-huh. But I do believe. He's out there. Right. He's he just is. He's doing like special cases, right, special right. case scenario, and that we, by invoking the myth and the procedure, are 
I mean, I guess you kind of are in Israel because you're invoking it. Right. It's like that thing where you, you burn the incense and you say that you chant the thing. Right. Even though it's not real, you're creating it. So it's like the whole idea of ghosts too, where ghosts are, ghosts are, if you, oh, mm-hmm. this is what, this is the, we should end on this. I want to hear the story about the, um, okay. you, you went to the, uh, Oh, the the Air National Guard Museum. Okay, so and, just tell me this. T- yeah. Just tell me the story. Do you want to do you want to tell it? Sure, just a, a little bit. Do you yeah. Want to tell it anonymously. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why, why, okay. why, why don't we bring in uh, who who's okay. here to tell us? Well, we have we have we have Tim B. He's coming back. Tim B. Also goes by goes by the name of um of uh, Thorburn Cass and uh, Shippy Jim. <laughs> Uh, we have Shippy Jim here. Uh, so Shippy, I understand that you have had some experience with a with a Bell Huey. At yes, the, Johnny. Okay. Well, yeah. go ahead and tell us the story, please. Okay. Um, the Air National Guard Museum in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, uh-huh. There is a Bell a Huey helicopter. Huey's. Um, these are the big Vietnam helicopters. Correct. Yeah. These yeah. Are, yep. These are heavy, 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 heavy lift. Uh, Helicopters. Uh, the film Apocalypse Now made them very popular. They could lift boats out of the water. Mm-hmm. They're just the uh, iconic Vietnam helicopter. Right. Um, they have one at the museum. Uh, authentic. It was in battles in Vietnam, and evidently, I think four men were killed in it. Shot up somehow, and they uh, brought the aircraft back to Minnesota. It's in the museum, and it is What's haunted. It? Where is this in Minnesota? Uh, the Air National Guard Museum. Okay, but you had to, you had to do some special things to get in there. Right. That's what we're disguising the, your voice. Yeah, exactly. The the uh, base itself is under a condition Bravo, and uh, you need to go through a background check to get on the base and right now. And you had a request to visit there about right. four weeks in advance. Yeah, exactly. So, But they yeah. evidently they've had ghost hunters there, and there is a presence of energy that cannot be explained and they've taken uh multiple pictures and they've seen faces show up inside the helicopter that they can't explain and uh during tours i think he uh told me one time that he is this on a, this is not a, a tour. private tour right the yep. national guard with the veteran exactly right. yep and he was giving a tour to people and a trash can and the hangar started moving and mm-hmm. he lifted off the ground and it was shaking violently like a person was shaking it no one was over there and it couldn't be explained otherwise and I, he had eyewitnesses from about 15 people that all saw it and they have had numerous other weird phenomenon go on mm. orbs people take pictures and they see orbs of light nothing beats that's, an orb that's a telltale sign right there it's a classic right a classic and and that's not the only aircraft there's other aircraft there that uh they've um had other weird phenomena going but no one's been hurt there's just you know spirits there that are trying to figure it out and it's something to be alarmed about so great well thank you um thank you uh tim b also i I forget your alias but uh do you have it you go by any other names besides tim b um thorburn 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 cash thorburn cash okay it's the character from uh character from Overwatch. Thank you for being here, Thorburn. Okay, well, uh, that's all the time we have. We've actually gone over time. I tried to, try to keep this on a strict hour and a half uh, hour thing, but you know what? Maybe we'll just say it's an hour and a half for this one because this is a special exception being uh, brother Jeff Geis Pemberton of, of Rochester, Minnesota. Of Rochester, but not you. You, right. you don't live anymore. So. Right, Minneapolis now. Yeah. Jeff, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Nothing? Not yet. Yeah. Nothing Is there anything right you now. want to uh, ask for people? You want to ask for some fresh or fresh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I can't think of anything. Do you want to ask for anything free from any breweries? Ooh, yeah, Surly Brewery. Okay. If you ever go to Minneapolis, go to the Surly Brewery. That cool. is the flagship best brewery. You're going to go there no matter what. Right, yeah. Okay. Destination well, Brewery. Okay. Well, Jeff, this is Johnny. This has been the Johnny Pemberton's Executive Buffet on the Feral Audio Network. We're going for the gold. We're sticking it out there. Don't chop it off. Let us lead you in to the light. And... Please visit the feralaudio.com website page and shop through shop for all of your goods via our Amazon portal. This gives us a kickback that we need to keep the programs running and listen to other great programs on Feral Audio. This is a real thing, this Amazon thing. It's not it's not, it ain't no joke. It's a real thing. It ain't no psychotonomy. It's a real thing. You go in there, you purchase your goods and it uh it gives us a percentage of that that's it's 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 amazing how this works i would say what should people what should people buy jeff get um a, what should they buy an avocado slicer are you serious what the hell yeah. is that it's like that knife it's a, you slice the avocado and then you uh-huh. go around it and you can pit it and oh. you slice it there's some cool little tools on there okay oh buy some emergency okay the vitamin c mix i like buying that okay for don't get colds in the winter time great Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. could have kept going about welding. Oh, well, I should have.